Hey, everybody, this is Baco from the Cobras and Fire podcast. And if you like this show, I highly encourage you to check out my show, Cobras and Fire. I guarantee we're either going to make you laugh or hate us. Now let's turn it over to two guys still waiting on their LA Kiss season ticket refunds. Your host of the Shout It Out Loudcast, Tom and Zeus. Welcome to another episode of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table and the table gets smashed. This is episode six. We're calling this one the keg races. That's right, Zeus. We have fond memories of the keg races, right? Oh, boy. Yeah, this is uh, something that I'm I'm curious that might spark a fun conversation where everybody tells us, Agreed. oh, we did this. Yep. We had a competition like this where I was in school. So the keg races were uh, something that was, we felt is, was unique to Stonehill college. And it was also we unique. And it was also unique to the early nineties back when you could get away with this shit. Yeah. It was a little bit of a, a tradition that had gone on. It had gone on years before us. Yep. I think it ended with us. I think a lot of things ended with <laughs> <Yeah>. us. <laughs> I don't think it continued afterwards. Nope. Yeah. And then this is just something fun. You know, at this point now, if you guys are listening, we're on the cruise. We might be doing keg races there. If you're <laughs> That's, listening. Tr- That's true. Right? That's true. Yeah. That's so- a great idea. How can we get <laughs> kiss cruise keg races? I'll be the anchor man. So that's an, another important thing. So the keg races. Here we are, freshman year. We've talked about it when we did our fantastic Mr. Feces episode at Stonehill. And, and we broke down all the wing names of O'Hara Hall, Skid Row, T-Zone, Banff, <laughs> Somp, ba- <laughs> Badass Motherfuckers, Somp, Sit on My Face. <laughs> Now remember those all stood for like like actual things. Yeah, that hall was there since the 50s. I yeah, think. Banff was like brotherhood of um, you know something ministry that's whatever. Badass motherfucker. Exactly. That's what it became. Hey, where T-zone. do you live? Where do you live? I live in T zone. <laughs> main wing, wasn't it? Yeah, that main wing, yep, yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Pit South and Pitts North. That's so, right. When we were freshmen, uh, there were some sophomores still living in O'Hara on the bottom floor. Where I lived, I was in Pitt South, the end. Tom was around the corner at Pitts North with his group. Yeah. So I was literally across across from me were two sophomores. Uh, and the last two other rooms were two sophomores. In the emergency and, exit. <laughs> yeah. The, whole, <laughs> the rye guy story will come up with that. And the Chinese food. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a, a horrible story, poor guy. Anyway, Zeus. So, 
<laughs> we'll get to line. that. Line. <laughs> okay. was out of line to our friend. All right. Guy. So we heard about this stuff. Oh, wait till spring weekend, guys. It's the keg races are coming up. And like, what the fuck are the keg races? Well, because we went to Stonehill and that's an Irish Catholic school, you like you're not supposed to have booze on, especially if you're underage and you're not having the dorm. We had kids getting thrown out because they had empties. They were saving to get more money to buy more booze and their closet got found. They had empties and they got thrown Dude, off. Walshy had empties in his ceiling tiles <laughs> and he got thrown off campus or something. Oh, ceiling. They, tiles they were dropping a lot of hammer shit. back there. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, you hit a lot of shit in the ceiling tiles. Yeah. So, Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. We were told about these keg races because I had sophomores across. And, and what it is, is Stonehill. So people wouldn't drink. There was a wooded area because Stonehill is an Eastern Mass kind of rural kind of out. Although it's close to uh, Brockton. Well, the grounds that Stonehill was on had had a lot of land and a lot of it unused. Where the keg races took place, it, that, that land is now used for dorms and parking and stuff like that. The, the, they, they used to be called the caves. Yes, which was like a wooded area. Big, huge rocks and formations, and you could hike up there and do all sorts of shit. But people would go up there to drink. Like you would in high school, like, oh, let's go in the wooded areas with your local monotony and drink up there, yep. Tom. Remember that? Arlington? Or like in Arlington. Yeah, we're going to go to Florence Field and drink. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, I'll meet you over at Buzzle. <laughs> so, yeah. So we had this wooded area. And in this woody area, once a year, I think it was spring weekend, they would have the keg races. And what was the keg races? It would be teams made up of wings i believe it was yeah. six i think something like that yeah i can't remember and the number in each team would have to bring a quarter keg which is about 82 beers three and a half cases of beer the I goal can't was that, but go ahead yeah the goal was whichever team emptied the keg first one 
So how do, how does it work? You have six people. You're drinking until the first one finishes. However, if your teammate throws up, which I don't know, 75% of the people did. Yep. They're eliminated. Yep. So you could have one guy banging out and finishing the keg. Mm-hmm. It was fucking insanity. People getting shit faced within an hour, blasted out of their minds and throw up everywhere. And one of the so- beauties of this thing too, a, so the, with the, the back end of the caves was kind of like the, the back of a little mini shopping plaza that was like ran down the street from still. That was kind of how you would have to get your keg up into the caves. Because the caves, like you, it was on. Like you couldn't just. First of all, you couldn't have a keg on campus at all. I don't even think. No. If, I think even if you were of age, you couldn't have a campus. A, a no. keg on campus. So getting the keg up there. First of all, who was going to buy the keg? Who was going to get it up there? All of that. Now, the magic of all this was that it took place way before social media and the internet, which is yep. probably how it was allowed to be successful. Because right now, if you put this on Instagram, the thing would be fucked up in five minutes because some dork would rat everybody out. So that's how these things took place. And then the other thing I know that when I did the keg races, or at least when I remember watching the keg races, you just passed the tap around and put it in your fucking mouth. There was, I mean, you could, you could, you could drink out of a cup, but a lot of people just pass the thing. Then they take a breath, pass it to their teammate, take a breath, pass it to their teammate. Yeah, there were supposed refs to walk around, oh, making yeah. sure people weren't emptying, emptying it out, out the beer, yep, and stuff. And yep. so, literally, they would have to lift the keg and make sure it was empty. Yep. So I, I was with the only sophomores in our wing. Oh, I God. ended up joining. It was like six of us. I think me and one other kid were freshmen on that team. But what was the nickname of that group of guys? The mutants. Oh my God! The <laughs> this fucking was before mutants. the wedding singer. <laughs> they were all called the mutants. Oh, we had a we had a listener called Dan Hool. Remember that? Yeah, that. Remember I remember said I, was that yeah. the guy from the mutants? He looked like fucking the th- creature growing out of Arnold's stomach in fucking Total, Total Recall. Recall. <laughs> he looked like that. He was he was a unhandsome man. But but like but but like the Trilams in Revenge of the Nerds, oh, these my. guys could drink. Oh, all they did is drink. He <laughs> he he could have been booger. Dan yeah, the, the whole team they were all like booger. They were all they did was just drink, fart on each other, and play soccer. <laughs> yeah, play <laughs> soccer. But these mutants were like all booze bags. So, anyways, you go up there, the keg races start. This is our freshman year. I don't even know if it made it past the freshman year because there's gonna be a story that happens and we'll get into it. Yeah. But in the end, uh, I was on this team. The team won. I didn't make it. I threw up. I got eliminated. Of course. I don't know how yeah. fast. It's it's incredible. It's hard to describe. It, when you puke, you don't even feel it. It's just involuntary. Your muscles and spasm just comes right out. Yeah, it's just it's, it's, so it's, fast. It's, it's like burping. It's just a it's a physical response to just too much drinking. Just bleh. and from the Lambda Moo team. Dudley Dawson. Booger. Booger.
Yeah. And then like, you, this is done by seven o'clock. You're in your room, passed out, drunk, waking oh. up around one in the morning going, where's everybody? Where are the cameras? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this place is just full oh. of, just think of all of these guys, freshmen, sophomore, away from home the first time, drinking, piss. It was all like, you know, you try to get the best keg you can because you don't want to be guzzling schlitz and fucking... I don't know, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh. So you try to drink Bud Light or Bush, you know, high-end beer. High-end beer. And, yeah. And it place just smelled of disgusted throw-up piss. And it was and, and and because of where it was located, it was all covered in like leaves and stuff. So everything yeah, like fall, stuck. It was like oh. gross. Even even if, even if it was up in the spring, everything it was it was like the woods. It was the woods. So oh. It was just if you if you puked or if you pissed, it was just like paste. Fucking and it just gross. Got fucking- You're sliding on fucking <laughs> wet leaves. What are they wet from? Beer, piss, puke. <laughs> you have no idea. It's just <laughs> filthy disgustingness. Well, one of these keg races, the actually the first one, the one that the team I was fortunate enough to be on, because it's a proud moment that one put that on your resume. Be- Dan Pool, and he was an anchor man. He they would call the last person. He's the anchor man for boozing down a keg. There was an incident that occurred. You want to fill us in? Yeah. So there's an it's so this, I'm not gonna lie. This is when some of the details get hazy because obviously we're trying to recut recap an incident where we were fucking drinking kegs like fucking water. So rest in peace. One of our best friends. I played football with him for four years, lived with him, Todd. We were up there. With this other kid, we could who, do a wait a minute. Let me just stop you. We could, we do, could just do an episode just on his I know. and his incidents. My God! <laughs> oh my now, God! Now, now I know Murph. See, the good thing I, Murph will be able to be like a fact checker on this episode because the kid that Todd was involved with in this incident, and I bad saying this if I'm wrong. I also think rest in peace him as well. Yeah, I he's think. dead. I, he died. Okay, okay. I remember someone okay. talking about that. Okay, so that during the two incident, the two guys. In the in the incident are both gone. The, the two Utes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So during the incident, there was, of course, people drunk, bunch of guys screaming, fisticuffs, fighting. Todd and this kid, well, uh, his I'll call him Andy because that was his first name. I don't want to say his last name. Yeah. They got into a fight. And Andy just popped Todd <laughs> perfectly. Perfectly. <laughs> And I'll never forget the two things I vividly remember about this. Trying to break up the fight while everyone shit-faced. Landing on the ground. Okay? No, no, not even the gross, not even the gross spot. Landing on the ground and looking across at Keller, who was suspected Mr. Feces. <laughs> Mr. Feces. Looking across at him and just bursting out laughing for some reason, just laughing <laughs> and then looking over at Todd. And I was like, Oh wow, Todd, he fucking knocked one of your teeth out. And he goes, no, that space is not a missing tooth. That space is the separation. Cause he fucking broke my jaw. <laughs> he cracked his fucking jaw so hard that the gap was as wide as like a, like a molar, like a tooth. So now, meanwhile, we're all shit faced. Who the fuck is going to take care of Todd with his fucking? This is where the details get hazy. I don't know how he got medical care. All I know is that the next day he showed up with his mouth wired shut. 
Yeah. The other thing about the story is Andy was a short, fat kid. Yep. Todd was Jackson's day one. It's freshman ripped. when I met him. He ripped. Yeah. Andy, Andy just got, it was like, it was Fucking almost like he got like the glass. Wrong as hell. Yeah. Chiseled. Yep. It's like Andy got the, got the glass Joe punch to the perfect sweet spot. Cause it was one punch. He just boom cracked his fucking jaw in half <laughs> in and, the middle of in the, the middle of the cake races and everyone's like oh now again hazy details M- maybe murph the fact checker can help us out here later on but i don't recall the cake races ending because of that either no because it wasn't over and uh, another part was remember dell chasing our friend rye guy he's in rye guy like he wants to beat me up. He wants to beat me up. Well, that's, and all you yeah. football guys are like, I don't leave him alone. He's a friend of ours. Do that, you remember that? Yeah, because because yeah, because you had like the football guys, the non-football guys, like all and, and then you had a the t- fucking disaster. And then you had all the teams. Like I said, it was it was broken up into teams. Now, if I recall correctly on this with the keg races, because you mentioned that big rock. That's mm-hmm. where a lot of people would sit. Those were almost like the stands. Dude, we had like there was like chill. There were chicks there. That's what I was on. just gonna say. There were girls that would come ah, and watch that. this. So I remember our sophomore year, our team got our ass kicked. I, I think we were on it as well, but we got our ass kicked. We didn't even come close to winning it. That's when Murph made a sign. Remember, you know how Notre Dame writes "Play like a champion." Everybody yeah. tapped. Murph made a sign for us: "Drink like a champion today." So everybody fucking tapped it on the way out. I remember yep, that. Yep. Yep hit south because we were the reigning champs and we lost and i'll just remember getting fucking shattered yep <laughs> there were a couple girls remember those the, i had friends that were from arlington and they they had gone to our school and she had friends with her in her class a couple of girls fucking wiped out fucking you know there's all rocks and shit oh yeah her knees are all fucking banged dude everybody came out of it just disgusting fucking bloodied oh oh my god and then oh and then you're hooking up with girls Fucking disgusting beer, piss and puke and bush. You're thrown up, you puke, you smell, and you're like trying to make out with a chick against a rock in the middle of the woods, right next to a pile of throw up, and right next to fucking Todd's broken jaw. The the magic of all this, though, think about we. How many times do we say this with the shit that we did? No cameras, no cell phone videos, no social media posting. No, because imagine trying to do a keg race today and not having every single person expelled. Yeah. I, you know, I, I pulled out recently the an old Stonehill photo album. I had, I had a camera most of the time at, at stone. I always try to take random photos of us. Yeah, we do. We took, we took shit. pictures. Yeah. We There's took pictures. gotta be pictures of the caves and drinking up there and the disgustingness and the throw up and the blood and the piss now there were there were now there were other events i I remember on on rare occasions be like what's everybody doing tonight who's having a party and and i remember somebody would just shout out caves and we would go to the caves for like non-keg race events now the keg races remember the keg races were during the day Mm -hmm. they were during daytime hours 
when, yeah. when we would we would go to the caves for other events at night, which was and we would start bonfires and everything. Yeah, that and, and that was like normal hangout drinking. Like you wouldn't. And it then wasn't all a of a sudden, race. once in a while, you see the flashlights yep. running from the cops. The good old like days. A bunch of fucking sophomores in high school. Yep. Running from the cops because we're in wooded areas. Yep. Up and technically that wasn't campus. You had the Brockton police chasing us up there. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and that's and that's the thing. If you go to Stonehill now, that whole area is overtaken. Yeah. Mostly they, by, they, the by, they, yeah. Stonehill just expanded. But to think about the logistics of what went into that coordinating to buy a keg, getting the keg up a fucking mountain almost. Mm-hmm. Who's buying the keg? We're all freshmen in software. Who's buying the keg? Who's disposing of the keg? Like these are uh, the things. Yeah, like, because people are like, that's I get 15 bucks on that tap. I want that back. Exactly. Exactly. It, it's oh. just, it's one of those memories when, when Zeus and I were talking about we're like, because when we talked about dorm damage, of course, Mr. Feces was the first episode. But like, yeah, we have to do the occasional Stonehill story. And yeah. one of the greatest memories of our, now, this is back when this dorm was all male, freshmen, sophomore, males only. Mm-hmm. And you could get away with this shit. And it worked. And it was a fucking, I mean, 30 years later, did you ever think we'd be sitting here on a podcast talking about the fucking gay no, races? No. One other person, remember, Campy brought a fucking funnel? Yeah, Campy, he used to funnel vodka. Yeah. Literal Talk vodka. Fucking stupidity. <laughs> Alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Fucking dumbasses. That's the other thing that was blessed for us. No, nobody fucking like died or yeah. got alcohol poisoned. People just yeah. puked. Yeah. It, and but oh, if you thought, oh, <laughs> well, you know, you're hearing this. We're on the cruise. Hopefully, uh, we're not uh, overboard. Uh, no one's having any gastro problems. Hopefully but, uh, there's no broken jaws either. Yeah. But the keg races sure were a good memory for us, brother. Absolutely. One of the best. And I, I'm I'm interested to hear from other people out there. Do you guys have anything like this from your college days? Anything similar to this? Anything stupid that would make a story? Yeah, like a game or something to drink in or something you do. Oh, I don't want to hear. Oh, I went to a spring break when I was a freshman. Okay. Yeah, no, like, this was homemade. This was like, let's get together and just get fucked up and do like Olympics. Stupid and this shit. was done prior to this is done. This has been done for years. Yeah, it was an Irish Catholic school and is very strict about stupid shit. And, um, you know, then they met us. So. Keg races, baby. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 